I'm Debbie Godfrey. Welcome to the Positive Parenting Pep Talks podcast. Hello. So today we're going to talk about step three and step four to redirect back talk. And step three is enacting the consequence. So whatever consequence you've chosen, the response needs to be immediate as well as logical. After you've chosen the most logical consequence, you, the parent or another adult authority figure have to enact the consequence immediately without giving the backtalker another chance. Now, how, no matter how hard they plead or promise to change, that's often where we get trapped is that they, they promise that they're going to do it differently. We give in and they just know that they can always wear us down by their, by their pleas and their promises. So if you have a child who's continually able to manipulate you that way, Enacting the four steps of backtalk is going to be really effective in getting better behavior in the future. And it's very, very difficult to, to do this in many situations. And because, because often we'll say if, if you do this again, or if you do that again, then I'm not going to do this, or I'm not going to do that. And that bargaining is very futile with most children. And it's futile for three reasons. The first reason is it gives them choices. And in the case of backtalk, the child should have no choice about the d- displaying the behavior. It's unacceptable, period. I mean, when we're, and that's why you want to, you want to recognize the backtalk carefully. Make sure that you're really picking things that are absolutely unacceptable because it, you need to have that certainty when you're enacting this consequence. If you're wishy-washy, if you're not sure that if it was really backtalk, it'll be really hard to enact the consequence in this circumstance. The second futility to bargaining is that it puts a child in charge by empowering them as a negotiator. And he's not in charge in the backtalk situation. The adult is. And the third reason that it's unhelpful is that bargaining buys the backtalker time to manipulate you. If you say something like, if you continue to use that tone of voice, you won't go anywhere this weekend, you're inviting the child to prolong the backtalk. And they know that they can negotiate with you again when the weekend comes and postpone the consequence for a few more days. So if the parent says if to to anything, if you say, if you do this, then I'm going to do that. And with an intention to fulfill the ultimatum later, neither of the parent or the child can stay connected to what the original backtalk was and it becomes more confusing for the parent to be able to enact the consequence. So make sure that you're clear, that you've uh, very carefully discerned what it, you know, what your, what the behavior was you're disciplining and that you choose a consequence carefully and then you enact the consequence. And then the last step is to disengage and this can be really difficult because oftentimes you're going to get a kid come unglued. And I'll give you an example of this. My daughter, Michelle, was talking disrespectful to me and I was about to take her to cheerleading practice. And, you know, and I said, unfortunately, you're talking really disrespectfully to me and I'm just not willing to take you to cheerleading practice tonight. And she came unglued and she was crying and she was screaming, I need to be there, I need to be there. But we had been having the discussions for a long time about the behavior and I just was at the point, I was reading the book and figuring it out and I had, you know, my little blurb set up. And I actually went outside and sobbed. I mean, it was very difficult to listen to her stress. And, but I knew I had to stick with it because if I didn't, she was going to continue to talk more and more disrespectfully to me. And so I waited 
and had my little cry. She had her fit. She finally calmed down after a while. And she did miss cheerleading practice that night. And she actually started to recover from that point. She became a lot more respectful. She understood that if she wanted my support, she was really going to have to step up and behave more appropriately. And it's not like it never happened again, but it went from 100% to about 20% of what it was. And then over time, as I continued to support the four-step process, it went to the point where she really didn't do it anymore because she understood that it wasn't going to get her the results that she wanted. So those are the four steps. Hope they help. Love this book and have a great day and a great weekend. Happy parenting. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Positive Parenting Pep Talks podcast. For those of you that don't know me, I'm Debbie Godfrey, owner and founder of PositiveParenting.com. I hope you'll go and check out my website and follow me on Instagram and let me know about what you thought about today's episode. Did you learn something new? Were you able to do something different with your children? Did you have a success story? Those are my favorite to share. Let me know. Contact me. I'd love to hear from you. And also, what future topics would you be interested in hearing about on the Positive Parenting Pep Talks podcast? Thank you so much for being here and for all of your support. Take care and happy parenting. Take-